David Hasselhoff and the Howling Commandos. Incoming transmission. Engage house party protocol. Mark 4, powering up. Mark 17, powering up. Mark 44, powering up. All suits are online. Welcome to house party protocol. Power up suits and welcome in to another episode of House Party Protocol. My name is Will, and with me today is the one and only Chewy. What's happening, my guy? Well, man, what's happening, man? It's, I'm feeling really good today, man. I'm finally made it to the House Party Protocol podcast, man. I it's been a long journey, <laughs> <laughs> and I finally made it, man. Somebody finally got me out of pockets outside of my own that oh, that I'm on right now. So I'm I'm happy to be here, man. Yeah, I'm glad you're here, man. It's been a minute. I've been trying to kind of find the time and everything and kind of get my schedule in a in a good spot. They've had me working six-day work weeks and everything, so it's just oh. been out of control. But uh, I'm really glad you're on, man. I got to do commentary oh. for one of your games last season, so season seven of TTS. <laughs> Look, we're not yeah. going to talk about the outcome. We're not going to, we're not going to, you know, it was No, it was it's all right, game. man. It's good. That's one of my infamous <laughs> moments. Um that yeah. I had, you know, and, uh, you know, people like to talk about and, uh, you know, man, I'm glad you stream. I think you did a wonderful job, honestly. I, I never got a chance. I never got a chance to tell you because I was so, I was in a different place. I've been there. <laughs> that game. <laughs> so like, I didn't get a chance to thank you, man, but thank you for streaming that game. And I was, uh, that was really cool. man. I really appreciate it. Oh yeah. You no, it was a good great. job. So thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate that. It was, no it was a lot of fun. And, Absolutely. Uh, Chewy, tell people a little bit about yourself, like, uh, you know, who you are, where you come from, how you found your way to MCP. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, guys, you know me, Chewy89. I have a YouTube channel that I've been doing for the past couple of years now with Marvel Crisis Protocol. Um, love the game. Love Marvel. Love everything about it. Um, you know, I started my miniature gaming back in 2016 with uh, X-Wing. I think it was 1.0 at that point or 1.5, whatever it was. Um, played that for about a year. And then I saw Guild Ball, and I'm like, okay, I need to play Guild Ball. I think that's a step up from X-Wing, and it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Huge step up from X-Wing. Um, played that for a couple of years. Uh, season 4 came around. You know, the game was getting stale. And, you know, in 2019, that's where we get the announcement, Marvel Crisis Protocol is coming out. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is my calling. I'm like, it's Marvel? <laughs> it's miniature gaming? It's skirmish? Let's freak. Let's go, right? Oh, yeah. So... Started there, um, been playing ever since, fell in love with the game, haven't stopped. Um, you know, the pandemic hit and everything, so that's when TTS came along. And um, Because, you know, me, when I was playing this game, I was really looking forward to going to events and uh, playing tournaments and stuff like that. Because I, I saw the potential in this game, and I'm like, dude, this game is hype. Like, oh, yeah. And if you guys have ever seen any TTS games with the dice in this game, I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, so, you know, that never happened, right? Cause you know, pandemic, all that stuff happened and I've uh, been playing TTS ever since. Um, I made top cut season two, I believe season two. Um, I lost again sooner, I think in top eight or something like that, Nice. <laughs> which I mean, there's a lot of people's stories, right? I right. Mean, yeah. You know, at that point in time, lost it sooner. I didn't even know who he was at that point. I was like, okay. I mean, I was like, I, I think I was like, he's good. Right. But I didn't, I didn't know the legend of sooner <laughs> from season <laughs> one. Right. 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 So. 
Yeah, and then ever since I've been uh, playing the game. I started my YouTube channel. It's been growing uh, little by little. You know, I've been trying really hard. I mean, there was some growing pains in the beginning. You know, how to record, you know, microphone and and, and all this stuff, working out volume levels and all that. I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. Hey, I, um, look, I've been watching for a while, and you know, it's it's been up and down, mm-hmm. but it looks like you finally found a really good, nice groove. I would say. Yeah, and it's funny you say that. Like in the past, like half year or so a year or so i feel like i finally hit that stride i finally got it all figured out and um yeah and then now i'm on a danger room podcast i'm you know and it's been fun doing that as well um you know with mike and and sploosh and jacob and those guys uh, it's fun always talking about the game with them so um yeah that's my journey uh that's where nice. i'm at now and i'm on the house party protocol podcast and this is awesome i made it <laughs> <laughs> You know, people keep saying it's like, oh, man, yeah, you know, I made it when I get here. And I'm like, I'm just a guy with that hit record. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, here we are, I guess. Here we are. But, right. uh, yeah, man, you know, it's it's funny you talking about, like, YouTube and the growing pains of all of that and just, like, content creation in general and everything. And it's wild to me how, you know, especially when you're doing it all yourself, right? And right. how just, like, right. you don't know what you don't know and then when you like finally put the thing out there and you're like, Oh crap, I messed this up or that up or something doesn't sound right. Something doesn't look right. And it's just like, Oh, well, it's going to live on the internet now and we'll fix it in the next one. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not easy. And, um, you know, I'm finally starting to build, I mean, even weekly, not the, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but it seems like I'm getting like maybe one or two subscribers a week. I mean, it used to be like one every two months. Yeah. (laughs) You know, yeah. and now it's just like, I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm doing something right. It's got to keep it going. Right. You know, exactly. Um, it goes in waves. Let me tell you. Yeah, it does. It really does. And, um, you know, and I think TTS helped me out a lot with that, too. You know, playing and uh, doing as well as I did this past season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that helped out a lot, too. Um, so it all goes hand in hand. Right. You got to you just got to you just got to keep uh, keep grinding. And it'll That's get it. There, so. That's it. And speaking of grinding, we are definitely talking about some characters today that are grindy in a way i would i would describe them a little grindy they're they're interesting right Mm -hmm. and and i'm excited to talk about these guys so we got the kind of initial reveal for these characters during mini stravaganza and when they first got shown they were kind of like oh this is cool one of them was especially like bruh (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it'll, it'll all come to fruition. It'll all come to fruition here in a second. So I'm really excited to discuss these characters. And we're going to be talking about Steve Rogers, Captain America. So that's not Captain America, Steve Rogers. That's Steve Rogers, Captain America. And uh, Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. And then we'll also touch on a couple of the tactics cards they revealed for these characters. So... I'm really excited to do that. And Chewy, I don't know about you, but I'd kind of like to talk about Steve Rogers first. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead. Go for it. So first things first, let's pull up this model and take a look at it because that's what we always do here whenever we're reviewing characters is is get this model looked at. Because look, we've we've got a critique. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, absolutely. We got to give that critique. So the only bad thing about this particular model and reviewing this model right now is so normally they have like the little spinny thing where you can like, you know, do the 360 view of the characters. Right. 
They don't have right. that yet for Captain America, but oh, that's a shame. It is a shame. They do have a really nice, like, little, you know, professional photo with Cap and Human Torch here. So we'll just use that. We'll just use it. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. So it'll be all right. We'll figure it out. Man. Figure it out. <laughs> so I'm looking at this Captain America, and I gotta say, yeah. like, this to me is what I wanted in the original Captain America sculpt. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want the like you know, Square Enix Avengers version of Captain America, which is, like, kind of, like, what we got. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I like the core box sculpt, but he definitely has that, like, Square Enix Avengers game vibe. Yeah, he does. You know? He but does. This yeah. here, with, like, the chain mail and everything, and look, I understand yeah. uh, on stream or something that they said that they couldn't, or they didn't think that they could do the chain mail originally, so I'm glad they figured that out. How do you feel about this model? I love it. Honestly, like you said, I mean, this is the Captain America sculpt that I've always wanted. I'm a, I'm a Captain America fan. I don't know if anybody knows that. Um, you know, there's two reasons why. One, if you notice his shield, you know, to me, you know, growing up, we always had the joke that was the Puerto Rican flag. You know, I'm Puerto Rican, by the way. So that was one of the... There you go. <laughs> this is one of the reasons why. The other reason why is I've always loved Cap because he's just such a leader. And I just always took to him as a character. And from my memories of Cap was like the old school, like chain mail, uh, you know, what he's got wearing here. And I, honestly, I think the first couple should have went that way instead of the whole, like you just said, the Square Enix thing. I've never been a fan of Cap looking like that. I've always been a fan of Cap looking this way. Uh-huh. Um, the only thing I would say is um, I love the sculpt, by the way. It's great. I mean, there's nothing I hate about it. I, I just, I'm just waiting for the sculpt where he looks like this. And he's holding his shield in the air, you know, for the Avengers yes. Assemble. I swear to God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's yes. what I'm waiting for. <laughs> yeah, no. I, 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 you know, like, that's what I want. That's Cap to me. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, th th this was always his best costume, honestly. The whole what he's got going on with the, the, the first sculpt, I've never liked it um, at all. Um, yeah. This is the Cap I fell in love with. This is the Cap that I, I you know, he just looks amazing. He looks absolutely phenomenal. So... Completely. Um, mm -hmm. So this is like a super subtle thing, and I want to get your opinion on this. So yeah. notice on his legs, he's got the like the line where the suit, it's like, you know, like where the suit's like sewn together, lying down his yeah. legs, right? I friggin' love that AMG puts those little lines onto their I models, like they're built in, and they like hide mold lines. Yeah. Have you noticed that they do that a lot of I've times? I've noticed that. They do that a lot, yeah. Oh. And I'm a huge, big fan of that. Yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's a subtle thing, but I love it. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's the cap sculpt, and I'm super excited. Now, here's here's a real question. Are you going to paint him up, you know, red, white, and blue, or are we going to get, an, a, like, a little U.S. agent, or are we going to get, like, the nomad <laughs> look? <laughs> Me, I'm going to do red, white, and blue. I'm going to keep it traditional, man. Uh, yeah. Cap is one of those figs, like, no matter what, even if I got, like, a... A different cap sculpt or something like that. He's always gonna get painted the red, white, blue. I, I, I just respect the character that much. I'm like, nah, nah. We're gonna keep you like this, man. This is yeah. this is the cap, right? Like, yeah, yeah. He's just one of those characters I never want to change colors for. I don't know what it is. Like every other character, I'm like, oh no, I don't care. You're you're getting this. You're getting this. Cap is like one of those. Nah, nah, bro. You're red, white, and blue. You're red, white, and blue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel that. So it's funny because you say that. Like, I definitely, you know, U.S. agent did. That's, yeah, I'm going to make that a verb. Did you? A U.S. agent <laughs> did <laughs> my, my core box cap. This cap, however, because like we were saying, this is the iconic. I'm like, yeah, no, red, white, blue, 100%. It's, yeah, can't wait. 
can't wait. I, and this is one of those where like I don't do a lot of painting just because I don't have time sometimes, and like I'm always like really self conscious about it. But that's a me thing, whatever. And this one though, I'm like, yeah, nah, he's getting painted really fast. Even if I might not play him very often, he's getting painted. He's getting painted, of course. I mean, it's just gonna be me. It, I like when I paint, honestly, like I'm one of those people, like I'm not the greatest painter. I'm, I'm mediocre, right? I'm a mediocre painter. I really don't care if my fig pops. Like there's a few, like, and the reason why I have that mindset is like, there's been figs lately that I painted that mm -hmm. have been a lot better than I originally thought. And I'm like, maybe I am talented at this. But then <laughs> I just, I go back into my mindset. Oh, no, you're not. Just get back to, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> Cause then I just paint, just do my thing. And I'm not too concerned about anything. And I just, I'm like, here you go, paint on a fig. Okay, I can play it. Okay, cool, we're done. There you go, nice. Yeah, I'm Grey Lord Supreme over here, let me tell you. <laughs> like, if I get my strange Supreme finished by NashCon, we're in business. Yeah. And then in I'll business? have, okay. like, two painted models on my roster. Yes. <laughs> yes, there you go, you made it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, awesome. now, let's talk about Steve Rogers' Captain America's card here, because... This is a bit of a different Steve. However, yes. he's also Steve Rogers, Captain America, with an alter ego of Steve Rogers. So that means you can have both versions, actually all three versions all of Captain America yeah. mm -hmm. in your list, but only one Steve Rogers on the table at a time. And I think that that's right. a really interesting thing. And especially as we discuss this character, Keep that in mind because, you know, people out there that play Avengers or other potential, and we'll talk about affiliations where he might go, it's interesting to me that you could like, okay, hey, this is a more of a brawl, so I'm going to have Steve Rogers, Captain America, instead of, you know, OG core box cap. So keep those kind of things in mind as we're going through this card, and then we'll have a little bit of a deeper discussion as we get into it, Suits. I'm going to cover the left stat line. It, it should still be top stat line, but it's definitely left stat line now. <laughs> Which <laughs> definitely it is, yeah. All right, what do you think about the new, new card design? Me, I've, I've loved the new card design. I don't know what is... Because when they first came out and showed the new card design, um, honestly, um, for some reason, I just saw a lot of comments that they were not liking it. And I'm like, I don't know about you guys. This is a lot easier to read for me. Yeah, um, not that the original card wasn't. It was fine, but when you put this on the table and you put it sideways, I mean, everything's right there, right in front of your face, and it's just easier to read. You can just look at it and just go down. Like, okay, cool, this is awesome. I don't know what um, the negative comments... I, I, I didn't get them. I, I was really, really lost. Um, but me, I mean, I, I love it. Um, the color's cool. Um, you know, you got the character art over here. I mean, it looks great. I, I don't know. I, I don't know about you. I mean, I, I love it. Yeah. Um, I think it's really nice. I think it's one of those things where it's like, I, I like how on the original design, it felt like, even though I don't think this is how it actually is, it felt like you got like a bigger art picture of the character. Just, yeah. I, I think it's the same size actually, but it just, it just felt like, you know, more comic booky, whereas this feels more gamey. And yes. I think ultimately the gamey side on something like this on the character card I think makes a lot of sense. And to your point, easier to read for whatever reason. It is definitely like, yeah, it's a block of white with a couple of little, you know, sprinkles of color. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. but it really is. It's keeps everything nice and concise. And 
The only problem is when you get characters like Malekith and you run out of room. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's what the thought process was when he did, when he did this design. And yeah. it's a smart, it, was, it was a good decision. Especially looking at Malekith. I'm like, oh my god. I know, right? Just a wall oh. of text over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Steve Rogers, Captain America, with a left top, top left, yep, one of those, stat line. He has a four physical defense, a four energy defense, and a three mystic defense. He has a stamina value of six, a threat value of four, size of two, and he moves medium. So, pretty solid, normal stat line, and... Very reminiscent of Core Box Steve, except we have six stamina on the healthy side as opposed to five for Core Box Steve, which I, I kind of like. Same here. Um, really good stat line. The only thing, like, so, like, where they differentiated the two, I think, does Cap have, original Cap have four Mystic? I don't think so, right? I think it's the same it's, thing. Yeah, it's the same. It's the exact same, same? except for the stamina. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got the one health on this side. Um, you know standard i mean i like it i mean that's the difference between the two right you gotta start differentiating exactly all that stuff. so i'm a fan of that yeah and you know it's one of those things where like the difference between five and six stamina especially on a character like captain america as we go through some of his superpowers here and i mean look he's got the vibranium shield people you know it's just, it, i'm not going to sugarcoat it i'm not going to try to bury the lead on that one he's got the shield obviously right. so mm -hmm. That just makes him that much more tanky, which I think is really nice. And it's like, okay, well, now that six stamina really kind of can pay off a little more, I think. Right, right. I, you know? I agree. So, Chewy, would you like to go over the attacks, sir? Oh, yes, I do. Stars and Stripes and Strike. Now, the reason why I like the name of that attack, if you guys don't know, I played fighting games. I played, when I was a kid, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I played Steve a lot. In those games, and he has a stars and stripes yep. <laughs> in those game in that game. So like that made me really, 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 really happy. I was like, I love the name of this attack. Wasn't it an uppercut? Uh, yeah, it was an uppercut. Nice. <laughs> it was one of those that he just jumped in the air with the, the shield and just hit somebody. Like, oh my god, you've captured this character. Like, this is amazing. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So range three, five dice. Um, it's a physical. It's, uh, after the attack resolved, he gains power equal to damage dealt. Standard. Here's the trick. Here's the cool part. Uh, wild block gets a flurry after the attack is resolved. This character may make a stripe stars and stripes attack. This additional attack does not have the flurry special rule. I'm a fan, <laughs> so you you have a chance to get a flurry and do this again and do some more damage and gain some more power. Oh yeah, I like it. You know the flurry is awesome, so you you have a chance to proc it again and do another attack and all that. Now granted. I don't know. I'm trying to remember myself. I think the wild is what? One out of eight and the block is two? Uh, no, there's eight? only one. There's only one? So it, it, the chances of you getting this flurry probably low. Um, but the chance, the, the fact that it's there, um, you know, it, it's always a boost, right? So if you roll some dice and you get it again, it's like a, it's a bonus, mm -hmm. right? Um, I wouldn't bank on it. Um, I would just be like, okay, look, roll some dice, do what you need to do. And if you get it, cool. Done deal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what are your thoughts on this on this builder, by the way? So, I think it's interesting. I like you. I love the name, and just like in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom two, Captain America and Venom were like my two favorite characters. So like, <laughs> you know, I'm about this life, and so yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's one of those things where I kind of want to see the pose of him doing the shield slam attack from 
that game in a future sculpt. You know, maybe maybe we get a rivals panel and he's doing like the shield slam. Remember when yeah, he shield slam? Yeah. yeah, I just I love that. I don't know why. I don't you know come Same at me. Here. It's cool. So there's a couple of things going on with this attack that I think are really interesting. First of all, mm-hmm. range three, five mm-hmm. dice, right? So original cap did not have anything other than he had his his strike, which mm-hmm. was range two. He had his shield throw, which is range four with the ricochet, really nice. And then he yep. had his shield slam, which is also, I think, range two. So yep. giving this Captain America a range three attack as a builder, I think is really nice. And it kind of allows you to play with your ranges a little more. And especially, and now I am going to bury the lead, as we get into these superpowers and we can kind of talk about ways that you're going to be able to kind of maximize this. But when I look at this builder, Look, it's physical, it's five dice. You're rolling into the strongest defense yep. in the game. So, like, you just have to account for that. But the nice thing is you do have the potential for a flurry. It's not great odds, but it's not bad either. And, I mean, the only thing that I think about this that, um, I don't want to say concerns me, but is, like, that slight little bit of disappointment is mm-hmm. this flurry is wild block so you're automatically reducing your damage just to get the flurry right Right. and and that to me is a little frustrating and concerning especially when we look at characters like medusa right Mm -hmm. like because i feel like that this attack and medusa's attack are are very comparable and Mm -hmm. you can look at medusa her flurry is crit and wild right wild yep Yep. and correct why wouldn't I just like that's a design thing that I'm frustrated of like, OK, why not be consistent? Exactly. It, it's not consistent. And that drives me up the wall um, with, with AMG and the, and the flurries and, and how different they are. Um, like for this, for example, I understand. I think Corvus is correct me if I'm wrong. Is Corvus the same way too? wild block? Or yes, his, block or his is like wild that? block. And and yeah, finish your thought, because I do have a. a a reason why I think they do it this way. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, I understand why maybe on a Corvus, why it would be wild block because his damage output is through the roof, right? If you get the power and you do the, uh, the superpower where he counts blanks, right? Exactly. Um, I understand that Medusa weird with her because her damage output, granted she has five dice, but it's not as high as Corvus's. So they gave her the crit, like you just said, the crit wild or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Steve, I don't see the damage output, so I don't know why they made it a wild block. So, like, this is, and this is just my headcanon here. Honestly, I think this is them just trying to make it different so it's not the same across the board. But the problem with that is, is like, are you really looking at the damage output that these characters can do compared, like, if you're, are you really comparing them, right? Because if you look at Cap here, there's really, he has no dice modification. Well, you know, we'll get into this with the superpowers and all that stuff. But it's not like he has, like, he counts blanks or or something like that, or a wild counts as two damage or whatever. So the damage right. output's not there. So that's what confuses me about that. I don't get that. Um, but me, I just put it to, I think they just want to make it different across the board, um, which is just, which is fine. But you have to have the mindset of, okay, this character's damage output is what? Okay, that's why we're doing this. Right. Right. Versus we just want to make it different. And that's, 
That's the right. one downside to this flurry. Um, so, but yeah, go ahead. I mean, those are my thoughts on that. So, yeah, and, and I think you nailed it in terms of damage output, especially for a character like Corvus, right? Corvus mm -hmm. specifically, it feels like okay. Look, if if we're gonna have Corvus and you're gonna use Glaive's Edge, so you're gonna count blanks. You know, you have to actively make a decision here of like, do I, you know. Maybe I have a reroll. Maybe I have a Zemo. So, like, do right. I try to go for this flurry and reroll this and then lower a damage that, you know, reroll this blank into potentially a block so I can get that flurry? Or am I just going to mm -hmm. stick with what I got? So, like, I think it, it creates some interesting decision points for a character like Corvus. And also, again, to your point, it's like Corvus's damage output can be bonkers. So, let's, you know, put a little cap on that. Ah, pun intended. We're talking about Captain America. You're welcome. <laughs> so funny. Yep. <laughs> so. Um. So yeah. I see that. And then here it's like, you know, and you mentioned Medusa, like her damage output's pretty good, especially when you factor in the fact that she's inhuman. So you've got that reroll. It's a critical. Mm -hmm. So you're potentially adding in another dice anyway. So like, you know, we're right. talking about damage output, right? And then right. cap here though, it's, it's like, well, we're just going to put a cap on it. I will not stop making that joke as long as I can. And, and just, you know, see what happens and and i think right. it'll come together as to why but it also as we go through this i want to come back to it at the end because i feel like right now with this character it just kind of it just kind of feels like somewhere in testing somebody spiked someone really hard right yeah and it, and it was yes. just like this is busted this is busted and you know people do that and have an overreaction every time they see one. right we see it all the time in general or you know anywhere in discord one thing happens oh my god it's broke and then we're like hold on let's let's play 50 games and let's see what happened right right, right. um so yeah i guarantee that's what happened and yep. it was just like oh whatever and i'm like okay guys but then <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like i don't know that's fine yep so that's Stars and Stripes strike. Goodness, that is a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and go to the next one. <laughs> I'll go to the next one. Yeah, I don't like bullies. And again, love that, right? That's yep. Cap, I don't like bullies. Got, gotta love it there. All right, range two, uh, seven physical dice, three power costs, cheap spender. I'm a fan of spenders being cheap. I don't know if anyone knows that about me. I hate spenders that cost more than like three or four power. I, 100%. I absolutely drives me up the wall. That it that they cost that much, um, but if, if, what I've noticed with the latest releases, spenders have I don't know if you've caught that like spenders have kind of come down a little bit, yeah, and you know not by much, but you could tell like okay this guy has a two cost spender, this guy has a three four, like there's some that are a little ridiculous right, but that's earlier design. I think with newer designs they're starting to figure out okay listen, we don't think spenders need to be that high, right? yeah, we want people to still have power to do other things when they use a spender, you know, if something goes wrong. Um, so I like that. Three power cost, huge fan. Um, wild throw, uh, size three, you can throw somebody medium. Now that is absolutely bonkers. And it's omnidirectional throw. It's omnidirectional. There is just, it's not a way. You can throw anywhere you want. It's medium. Oh, shout outs to uh, Colossus. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> man, you just gotta throw shade on the man just like that. Huh? I, I got it. I'm sorry. I, listen, I we're not gonna get into that. Let's let's nope, anyway. Nope. Captain America. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Those medium. Uh wild hit language. After the second resolve, the character gains stun and slow. Oh my god. Uh, 
anyway, um, so this is an amazing spender. I love it. It's cheap um, on a wild. Like I said, you get to throw in it's omnidirectional medium. Throwing somebody medium is no joke in this game. By oh, the way. yeah. Um, I've won games by literally not attacking and just throwing people medium. Not to say that everybody should do that, but I'm, that's how effective those kind of throws are. Um, the wild hit for the uh, stun slow, I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, you just do the throw, give them stun slow. I mean, that's really debilitating, especially to characters like Black Cat. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you go down the list. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of size three characters that you can do this to, and it just debilitates them. Oh, yeah. Stun is never a good time. Slow is definitely not a good time if you're, if you're a long mover or if you're a medium mover. It's not. It ruins your action economy just a little bit because, you know, if you need to charge or something, your range is probably not going to be there now, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. So really, really cool. I love this spender. I'm a huge fan of it. I don't know about you, but I... Ugh, yeah, it. I think this spender is... It's really wonderful. And, you know, you're talking about trends and stuff. And one of the trends that we've seen for a long time in Crisis Protocol is that four-threat characters that are kind of meant to be, like, your normal people characters with maybe a little enhancements have a three cost spender and then the, the three threat characters have that four cost spender that's a little harder for them to get to but it also does some cool things right so i find that kind of stuff to be really interesting and i think like you said they've really found a groove with powering up people for their spenders and whatnot and mm. and making them seem affordable and again not so unattainable that you don't have a decision whether to use it or not. You're like, nah, I'm not using that spender because yeah, while it's good, I've got you know these other superpowers that I'm going to be able to use here, and I don't ever want to use my spender. I think they've really nailed kind of the the economy there, if you will, for yes. the most part. There's complaints we mm -hmm. can make, but for the most part, I think it's solid. Yeah, absolutely. So, hundred percent. In terms of the attack itself, range two, seven physical dice. That's solid. You know, I don't like that it's range two because, you know, you got to get in there, but... You got to get in there. You know, it's it's Cap, right? He's going to get in there. But He's like, get in there. <laughs> it's, this, this wild throw on seven dice, you're looking at roughly 65, I think, 68% of the time. I don't know the math. I'm not a math guy. I'm just... I'm not a math guy. I'm just either. pulling that one straight from where the sun don't shine, so don't quote me on that. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. how I roll. But I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure, like, so, like, I'm pretty sure Thor's uh, wild throw on his six dice, I think, is about 60%, something like that. But like it, that, yeah. it feels like you only get it 20% of the time. So, you know, mm -hmm. that's how that goes. But, yeah, I really like this. And then the language thing, right? The wild and hit to apply stun and slow. Those two conditions combined with one another really cripple certain characters. Now, the important note here is, though, this is after the attack is resolved, those yes. conditions are applied. Right. So all the damage you do to someone with this attack, they're still going to gain the power from it, and then they're stunned. Yeah. But stun, for those of you that might be kind of new to the game and whatnot, what that is is a condition where when you would take damage, you only gain one power instead of equal to damage dealt. It's kind of breaking of the core mechanic that is the catch-up mechanic built into the game of gaining power for damage mm -hmm. dealt when you're attacked. So it just kind of slows down your power economy. It's nasty. It stinks. Let me tell you. It stinks. Yeah, it's not a good time. And then slow, obviously, you use the short movement tool to move. And the fun thing about slow is so some characters have 
out of action advances. So let's look at a character like Ghost Rider, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. He can hell on wheels for a long movement. Well, if he's slow, that hell on wheels becomes a short move. Mm -hmm. It is awesome on a character like that. Yep. So I love this kind of stuff. I love that the throw is size three. I mean, he is a super soldier after all. And look, seven dice, that's the sweet spot. In my humble opinion. No, seven dice is a sweet spot, uh, a la Malekith's dice. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, look, look. So so I'm going to plug a little thing. Yes, I made some merch here. Check out the link in the description if you want to go check out the merch shop. I think at this point, if you're going to NashCon and you were trying to buy merch, I don't think it'd get here in time. Maybe it would. I don't know. But you can Mm -hmm. check that out if you're interested. Uh, I think we're doing 15% off right now. So, you know, again, little plug. Check it out if you're interested. I do have a design there, though. It's a microwave with seven dice inside of the microwave. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I was very specific that I was like, it has to be seven dice because yep. that's the sweet spot. That's that, you know, eight dice. We're talking like, no, I'm going to whiff with Juggernaut. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's just how it goes. You know what I mean? This is how it goes. I, I've been feeling that way, too, by the way, especially with uh, Hulk, another one is Hulk, too. Uh yeah, I don't know what it is with that character, but I feel like I should hit more than I should, and I don't. And I'm like, what is up with this character? And like anything past seven, it's just. Yep, yep. It's like, oh, anywhere. I rolled a crit and a wild, and that's it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. But yeah, I really like this attacks, and that's all of his attacks. He just has two, so mm-hmm. you know, I I like it. I think his attack suite in general, stars and stripes strike, like we talked about. Is has some interesting things, but I think overall we're looking at a character here that is kind of, I think he's leaning in to what, like, you know, the physical stuff, and, and like, he, yeah. he's kind of just going to be beating his head against the wall in a lot of ways, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I think he's going to be able to put out some nice little damage, and, and as attacks as a whole, I think are solid. I think so, too. Um, they kept it short and sweet, which is cool. I'm... F- Honestly, like, I've, I don't mind characters having three attacks. I mean, it's fine. Um, but I've always been a fan of, I, okay, I see two attacks here. This is the only two things I'm going to do. I'm more of a person that I would like to see more superpowers than, yes. than attacks, right? Yep. Like, you know, like, I want to see a character just go to town with superpowers. Okay, what can I do after my attacks and just whatever? Um, so that's really cool. Um, three attacks is... I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm probably not going to use one of them. I can see myself using both of these attacks when I play this character. And they both have their little things, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like bullies. It's going to be like, okay, I want to throw a character, and I hope I don't kill you, so then I could just then put stun and slow <laughs> exactly. on you right afterwards, right? Exactly. But knowing my life with those dice with seven, like you just mentioned, I probably will end up killing the character, and then, then I won't be able to throw them, and then I won't be able to stun and slow them. It's like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, I killed you. <laughs> Hopefully they're KO'd and not dazed, Hopefully so that way KO'd the clap back dazed, doesn't hurt. Which is like, you know, how many times does that happen? I know, right? right? Like, oh, I know. Okay. So superpowers now. We have a few here, and I, I like some of these. So we have an active superpower called On Your Left, which, you know, I have thoughts on the name of this, and I'll, yeah. So On Your Left, it's going to cost you two power, and it's an active mm-hmm. superpower, so you can do it on your turn. If this character is not holding an objective token it advances medium this power can be used only once per turn so just out of action movement really nice 
wish it was a charge, but okay, it's not. Yeah, that's that's my only gripe is I really do wish it was a charge. Um, maybe I again we we go back to testing, right? Maybe it was a charge. I'm I guarantee you this was a charge. And what ended up happening was that one person got spiked off the table with stars and stripes. Uh huh. <laughs> and you know they're like, this is too strong. Honestly, it should it should just be a charge. Just charge an attack. Um, I mean it's not like like I said before. I don't know what they were looking at with the with the stars and stripes and what to me and i'm just gonna be honest like i think the builder is just an average builder um it's nothing that's really scary there's no control with it or anything right so i I just don't get why this couldn't stay a charge but i guarantee that's what ended up happening but the advanced medium is nice and it's only two power cost i mean right you should get the two power no problem i mean again one of the things that i look for in a character is action economy right yes so this is a thing where you can if you have two power okay cool spend your two move you still keep your two actions that's what's key is keeping your actions and using your next two actions effectively to implement your game plan that you want to play. Right. Um, so that's what this does. And I, and I'm a fan of it. I just wish it was a charge, honestly, just make it a charge. Oh, yeah. I mean, what's the big deal? Um, I wish it I was know. too. And, yeah, exactly. And I really don't <laughs> love the not holding an objective token part. Like, like I get it. Okay. Like the extract runaway thing has been a thing and I could yes. have seen, I could have seen a, an argument for like, if we're not going to make it a charge, let's not just let him triple move away to right. seal a game. Like, okay, fine. I understand that. So you just have to play a little differently and hope that you get the right secures. And I think that that feeds into the idea that this cap is different and you have to yes. deploy him in the right situations. You know what I mean? Right, correct, hundred percent. So that's what I think. Yeah, I, I think that that's why this is here. Now, the the interesting thing about like it's not a charge; it's just an advance. All that stuff. Look, still being able to get around the board is is very much worth it. And I I just yeah, I kind of like it, but it's one of those things. Like you said, if it was a charge, it'd be awesome. And it feels like it was one of those like you know stars and stripes just just deleted somebody so here we go deleted somebody and i want to know who that person is whoever you are out there reveal yourself no i'm kidding but (laughs) (laughs) tell us your horror stories of this charge stars and stripes phenomenon that was going on in testing that's it um but i i don't i I don't know me this is just me looking at it like i don't see it i but you know it is what it is though i mean he has action economy which is important at least in my eyes right yeah what's really sad about this and this is just is that you look at this and you're like, oh man, he'd be awesome in Avengers. I could reduce it. Oh wait, you can't play. <laughs> you Steve. can't reduce that. Yeah, I can't. We can't have a doppelganger Steve out here. You can't do that. All right. So yeah, yeah. That's like immediately where your head goes. It's like anytime you see an Avengers character, you're like, okay, yeah, he's gonna reduce it under Steve. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah. So one interesting yeah. thing about like why it's called on your left, and like one of the things that I have marginal frustrations with with this. So it's on your left, right? And I don't remember that in the comic specifically. That comes from the Winter Soldier movie where he's yes, running around does. and he keeps going on your left and Sam's like, oh no, and you know, all that right. stuff. It's he a great scene. Running. Yeah. Great yeah. scene. But like this Captain America does not look like he's the Captain America that they're using in that movie and they're saying on your left. It's just like a collection of little phrases they've put on here. And then when we get to the next superpower... It's a reactive superpower, and it says, I've knocked out tyrants over 200 times. In the movie, he says, I've knocked out Hitler over 200 times. I don't like to say that word, but it, it you know, Hitler I don't existed. either, but that, that is what he's, yes. He was terrible. Mm-hmm. We can all agree with that, but I can understand why they wouldn't want to put that on the freaking card. 
Correct. Yeah. But but like that's from the 1940s version of Cap. So that you've got like, you know, 2016 version of Cap or whenever that movie came out and then the 1940s version of Cap like phrases on here and I'm just like, okay. Like what are you doing? What are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, they should they should have just called this something else. But I honestly I don't I don't think they had anything really. No. But, it you know, does give us um, that nice little nostalgia. It's fun. Yeah. Is what it is. Exactly. So I've knocked out tyrants over 200 times is a reactive superpower. So that means that there's going to be a trigger on when you can use it. And we'll talk about what that is during the reading here. And it's going to cost you three power. While mm-hmm. this character is attacking during the modified dice step of the attack, it may use this superpower. So there's your reactive trigger. So when those conditions are met, this superpower can be triggered. This character may re-roll any number of its attack dice. This superpower may be used only once per turn. Here's why I think they made Stars and Strikes stripe like it is, and Mm -hmm. why I think On Your Left is like it is. This is an expensive superpower. This costs you three power, and... You have to kind of get lucky on some early stars and stripes strike to activate it. Yeah. But I don't know about you. I think this is one of those that if you are in a position to be attacking a lot, it will pay for itself. Yeah, it will eventually pay for itself. Um, and yeah, and, and, and you're absolutely correct. I th- and I think this is why stars and stripes got what it got, what it did. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're allowed to reroll dice. My only thing is, is like, if you're not, building the power effectively um how many times you're going to pull this off exactly i mean because right now because it's starting to get expensive now so if you want to do on your left and then i've knocked out over 200 tyrants 200 whatever (laughs) that's over 200 times that's five power costs that you have to constantly keep doing that so you really have to bank on stars and stripes and then getting the flurry uh to do damage but here's the issue so if you do stars and stripes you do no damage but you get the flurry okay so you gain no power right now you got to bank on your next attack to gain power again and you know you it, it's it's just one of those i'm like i'm starting to look at the super i'm like how like how often are you going to be paying for this and how consistently right right so um, let me ask you this let me so, ask you this yeah so while this character is attacking during the modified die step of the attack it may use this mm-hmm. superpower so you don't preload it or anything like that which is good right but if you stars and stripes and then you get to the modified dice and you use it. And like you said, you do no damage, but you flurry. You can't use it again on the flurry because it's not during the next attack action. It's just Correct. when the character is attacking. Yep. So that, like, in terms of economy, really kind of, like, kick is a kick in the teeth if you do no damage. So we, I have thoughts on where this cap should be deployed. We'll talk about that again in a minute. See, I'm just all yeah. about burying the lead, Chewy. You know what I mean? Oh, like, don't worry about it, man. You're doing a wonderful but, job. And then I forget <laughs> that I said I was going to talk about something. So, you know, that's how we roll here. <laughs> but it's my kind of style. man. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's <laughs> it's interesting. You know what I mean? Like, I see the damage potential. And like, if, if you do this, the tyrants on I don't like bullies. Yes, mm-hmm. please. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my God. I mean, that's six part. Yes. This is where it makes the most sense, in my opinion. I think if you're spent, if you're spending and you're doing this. Yes. 100 percent like on top of that you want to re-roll and try to get your triggers too that's exactly. the other thing too if you whiff your triggers because honestly like i said like i don't like bullies i can care less about doing damage i care more about getting my throw and getting my trigger 
That's exactly it. So, so let me ask you this now here, here, here is crazy high level strategic discussion here. Probably not very good, but I'm going to do it anyways. All right. So you roll out on like bullies. You have like a massive attack roll. Let's say you only have like a couple of crits or maybe one, one crit, right? So you explode your crit. It's another hit, but you've got like Mm -hmm. a wild bunch of hits. You know, you're doing some, you're doing a good bit of damage to somebody that has like five or six stamina, right? Is it crazy to pop off a tyrant's re-roll all of it except for the wild and the hit that you might have? Just re-roll everything and be like, I just want to throw you and I just want to stun and slow you. Yeah. I don't think that's crazy at all. No, it's not. I mean, because like I said before, um, that throw, I'm telling you, that throw medium is really, really debilitating. If you've you've not been thrown medium by like Hulk... Or like a uh, a vision. A vision is an, honor, an honorable mention. If you've never been thrown yeah. by those characters, you well, if you have been thrown, you'll understand how debilitating that is and how that ruins your action economy. And I keep using that word action economy. That's that word is super important, uh, or two words, whatever. <laughs> super important <laughs> phrase. Right? Um. So if I'm throwing you, and let's say you have a range three attack or something, and uh, you know I throw you medium, I do the full distance, whatever. Your range three attack is probably gone, and you're like, "Well, how am I going to do? How am I going to attack you for, with range three? Well, now I got to move, and then now I have to shoot. So that character that you wanted two actions from, you just got one, and you're not as effective as you should have been before I threw you. Yeah, right. Yep. So to me, that's more important than killing a character. Now it's totally going to depend, right? Like, so for oh, yeah. example, if it's a character that is on his healthy side, and you know, I don't care about dazing him right now. Yeah, right. I'm going to do that because all I care about is ruining your action economy and then making it hell for you on the stun and slow, right? Yep. Um, if it's an injured character and I rolled the nuts and I just kill you, I'm not going to reroll. Absolutely <laughs> not. Dice, right? <laughs> like, so it's totally situational. But yeah, I mean, I would do that. I mean, if I'm a healthy character, yeah, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I don't care about doing damage. Uh, let me keep the wild and let me just roll for the hit. Right. <laughs> and exactly. Everything else. Exactly. And I wouldn't care from there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, I, I think it's one of those, like, it's always situational. And, and yeah, that combination is going to cost you six power, but economy and everything is, is an interesting thing. And I think that's the theme of the show today is, is economy, especially as we talk about Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos too. But like, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you look at this and you look at what this guy's power generation should be, it's kind of like, you're going to have to choose your moment to yes. to really go for it and mm-hmm. and it's it's one of those things you, it might be when you're injured and you know if i'm staring down the barrel of like okay i've got steve rogers here he's injured he's got 10 power and i'm going into someone that's maybe on their healthy side hasn't been damaged much maybe maybe i've i'm on your left and then i don't like bullies and then i've knocked out tyrants over 200 times and, and all this stuff like i can stack all that stuff and then like, okay, if Steve goes down here, I don't care because I've really messed up what my opponent's going to do. And it's set right. me up for like, if he doesn't go into Steve, then Steve's going to be able to do some cool stuff again on the next turn. Mm-hmm. You know, so like the, the, there's so much minutia in, in a game that it's hard to talk about it, especially in an audio medium. But I think that there's interesting play that you can kind of find here, but it's not one of those mm-hmm. things that's going to happen every game. 
No, so it's not. You know, um, and and we can talk about the last one. It's vibranium shield. It's it's exactly. what Cap has. Add two defense dice, and again, you got to figure out what you want to do with the power here. Um, you need a lot to do this kind of stuff. That's my only concern. I don't think stars and stripes, honestly, is um, consistent enough to do to give me that power. I mean, it can be. You know, if I get the flurry, cool. Um, but I, I, I seriously think, and this is where, you know, he's going to be dangerous. I think the way he's going to gain power is probably just getting attacked, to be honest with you. Yep. Um, and that's where the danger comes in, right? I mean, he can get one shot because <laughs> he, I mean, oh, he yeah. has no blanks count as, as successes or anything like that. Right. He has nothing to reroll defense dice. So, I mean, there's characters out there that will nuke him to the ground and you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to do this. Yep. And it um, is worth noting real quick that on his injured side, the only thing that changes is his stamina value goes down to five. Yeah. And the and picture gets way cooler. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just for the record. Yeah. Just for the record. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't get the, what is it called again? Uh, um, I can do this all day. I could do this all day. That's not on here. So you really got to be careful with this character. Yeah. Um, and, and it's funny because the fact that that's not on there, and yet we have what I would describe as like Brawly Steve. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Right, right. Like, you would think he would have that because he's. it feels like he's supposed to be in your face. Yeah. Right? And uh, if that's the case, then he probably should be counting blanks on his injured side, honestly, to keep him alive and to keep him in the fight, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's a design choice that they chose. Maybe they, that's, I think they just wanted to make both of them different in yeah. weird ways. And, yep. and they, they did capture that. These are two totally different characters. They're not the same. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, you know. So, yeah. overall... Like in, mm-hmm. in the overall, let's distill all of this down. And, and like, like you said, just to, to reiterate, Vibranium Shield is his last reactive superpower. Cost you two power. Physical or energy attacks, you get to add two dice to the defense roll. Same right. thing the other cap has. But let's distill this down. What do you overall think of this version of Captain America? Like what, what is your overall thought? Um, my overall thought is uh, the, he's a brawly cap. Um, he's gonna he's dependent upon in my humblest opinion he's gonna be dependent upon positioning and getting spikes honestly um getting and then getting into the fight where it matters and he has the power yeah um he's really banking on stars and stripes to pop off um and you know if he can get through power for the reroll um cool you know maybe maybe it does pop off and then from there you can just gain your power and then you're just doing nasty things to people from there um personally um, I know this is this is just my opinion. Uh, to me, he feels like a three threat character rather than a four. Um, just when I look at the car, I'm like, I see three threat, right? Yeah. Um, I don't see four. Um, you know, um, so competing with the other four threats, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, who are we gonna right? Like, who are you yeah. gonna take over the other four threats that you have? And yeah. um. I don't like. I still think he's good. Like, I think he's a solid, solid character. I think he's gonna take a lot of reps, and people need to have their positioning down, right? And yeah. you need to understand you can't throw this character in to a lot of situations, and then just you're never gonna play the character again. Yeah. Um. So th- those are my overall thoughts. I mean, I'm really happy with him. I like the fact that he's different. He feels brawly. He feels like the cap that you know from the from the war, right? He just wants yeah. to punch you in the face and just beat you up, kind of deal. Um. I think he has a few misses, but not enough to say, like, I'm not going to play this. I'm going to play this character. I mean, right. I already have ideas with him and with Sam, right? So if I play him yes. with Sam and you get in a situation where, you know, someone gets dazed. We all know Sam's leadership works, right? It's You, you, 
Mm-hmm. A character gets dazed, you advance, gain a power heal. Well, there's your two power for Cap. And then from there, you just, on your left, move, and then just two, do two attacks. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I'm 100. I think Sam. Yes. <laughs> um, so that, those are my thoughts, honestly, overall. The character. I just wish they would have knocked him down to a three. Um, that's how I feel like this character plays. Um, I'll say that. Every, I'll, I'll, By the okay. way, I like him. Sam's leadership, you don't gain a power. You remove a damage, oh. remove a special condition, advance short. You know who I'm thinking of? Malekith. I'm Malekith, sorry. yep. Yeah, you've been yes. too much Mal. You need to get off, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Need to get off the tiger I, daddy sauce, man. I need to, absolutely, I do. So, no, I'm sorry. So, no, you don't gain a power, you move up. My bad on that But one. it's sorry still worth that, it. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good. So, so I think I'm, I'm with you in that I think Sam, though, is the interesting choice for this version because now you can kind of keep him a little safer until yeah. you need him to get in there. Right. Right? And, right. and I think that it's one of those things where there's certain characters in this game that are ridiculously situational, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, Sabretooth comes to mind as a character that yes. I feel like is very situational, but like in that situation, Rex. Yeah. You know? And, and I think that mm-hmm. that's where we are with Steve Rogers, Captain America. If he's in your roster, he's not going to be deployed every game or maybe even many games, but when he is deployed in the right mm-hmm. situation, I think he can do work. And what is that situation? I think that's just going to come with time. And, and like, I, I can't sit here and say, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, deploy him on, on demons versus Black Order. Like, I, I don't know why you would do that, but. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. You wouldn't do something like that. Um, but honestly, and the other thing is to keep in mind, I, the sense I get from this character, I don't see him as an objective player, like for extracts. I really don't. Because oh, no. If you can't do it on your left, I mean, you don't want to give him an extract, then whatever, right? Sure. Um, I and think no he hammers. might hold down secures. Right. I think I think he's more of the... Uh, he, if, he, if we're going to use him to contest things, maybe he's a secure guy. He's not an extract person. Yeah. Um, so, um, research yeah, I mean, stage, Research station? Research station will be interesting. Um, I mean, extremis, right? Pokemon extremis. Yep. So you can heal, whatever. Um, the vaults which I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's another one. That's another honorable mention there. Um, he can be really good on, uh, daily meteors, right? He's got, he's got four energy. Four energy. You can go and do that. Um, but his, he's not meant to pick up extracts. I'll tell you that right now. He's oh, not yeah. meant to do that. Um, he's just meant to just hold on a point or well, on a secure and just hit people with range three attacks and then just hope for the best. Cause I mean, his control isn't there either. The only, his control is more on the spender side. So right. like on his builder, he's not pushing people off of points and then contesting, right? Right. Um, so that's another thing. Um, but yeah, I think this character is just just time, honestly. Yeah. Um, putting the time and figure out where he's most optimal. Right now, yeah. you know, he's brand new. I mean, I, I guarantee you three months from now, we're going to be like, oh my God. I know. It, he's going to be character. <laughs> gonna be sneaking up on us. Sneaking up on people, and we're like, oh my goodness, this character. Yeah, he's knocked what? out tyrants over 200 <laughs> times. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, we'll see. Uh, yeah. But I'm excited for him. I feel like he's a breath of fresh air for Steve. Uh, yeah. Different play style, so. Exactly, I think that's the thing. It's, it's a different play style. So, last question about Steve Rogers here, before we move on to Nick yeah. Fury, is affiliations. We don't know what affiliations he's going to be in, but mm-hmm. we can make some educated guesses, right? Like, obviously, he should be an Avenger. If he's not an Avenger, there's something wrong. 
with something this weird thing. they're going on yeah but okay fine it, they could be weird and i also think that something like in terms of how nick fury and the howling commandos are here and you've got like mm. this hydra thing and they haven't revealed any kind of leadership to kind of like go along with hydra so maybe there's something there with like a shield or maybe there's something they're holding back i don't know so we can't speculate on what other leaderships he's gonna be in but i definitely think that there could be other ones for this version of captain america that the other one's not getting yeah just absolutely yeah so you know brotherhood he's totally in brotherhood but no (laughs) Yes. Um, oh, I'd be so happy. <laughs> yeah. So what affiliations do you feel like that he could slot into? Like, give me, give me like two or three. Like, like officially or well, like, no, no, not officially. Like, like, where do you want to play this character affiliation? wise? Oh, honestly, like any affiliation where I feel like I could give him power. So like, um, here's a weird one, right? Um, Cabal. Oh yeah. Okay. So like, granted, I mean, Cabal with um, Red Skull led, where it's like, hey, do a damage gain of power. Reason why I like that is, is because you know, Stars and Stripes. If you do one damage, well, then you gain two power because you did a damage and then gain another one. So that gets you to two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like him there. I mean, not that I love him, but I mean, if you want to optimize and try to get him power, um, I think that'd be the best bet. And then uh, from there, Brotherhood. Obviously, I'm a Brotherhood player. All I gotta do is chuck terrain, and he gets the two power. And it's like, okay, cool. Now go do your thing. Yep. <laughs> and his, his spender is three power, so I can find a way to get him three power. And then it's like, okay, do your spender and then do nasty things. Um, another one would be maybe the new Hydra one. Yeah. And the only reason why I say that, because that, that leadership is kind of, it's an interesting leadership. So right? you're talking about the so Red Skull Hydra one, right? The Red Skull Hydra one, because it's yeah. like if you are contesting an objective, you gain an extra power, mm-hmm. right? So like, granted, now Steve doesn't have a big base. If you ever play this, like if you get a big base character, some characters are already within one at the beginning of the game. So they're going to net one extra power. But like turn two on, if Steve is on a secure, he gets an extra power. And then, like, from there, he can just start doing some crazy things. Well, you know, like, I don't like bullies or, like, the re-rolls and all right. that stuff. So I think that's an honorable mention to um, A-Force, of course, because if you can pass power along. Yeah, anywhere right? he can get the power. Hidden Humans is another one with, yep. with uh, whatever, with Black Bolt passing the power along. And you can just do the on your left and then, you know, stuff yep. like that, right? He needs, he needs help getting that power. Of course, Avengers, right? I mean, oh, yeah. um, but but not the Steve Avengers, not the Steve Avengers, <laughs> Sam Avengers, yeah. I think, is where he's going to excel. Maybe. Yeah. Um, like, You know, he's got Avengers Assemble, which is like, OK, I can move. That's a tactics card. So he can just yeah. move up. Yeah. And then like and, from and there, I think do crazy things. Right. His start. Yeah. I think his Stars and Stripes strike kind of can function a little bit like a rapid fire, which is what Sam yeah. really likes and stuff. You know, it not exactly. Right. Not exactly, but but it can it be can interesting. Be. Yeah. So I also think, like in terms of places where I'd put him, because I I would be remiss if I did not mention the fact that I think he could play in Web Warriors. Interestingly, like okay, you know, there's mobility, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what the Web Warriors want. He's got some punch to him, and being able to reroll skulls on his tyrants if he's contesting an objective, I think could be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't. I yeah. 
I don't love it. it you know, don't get me wrong. Like it's not, uh, it's not no, like it, it's interesting, amazing, though, right? But it's yeah. interesting. And it's interesting. and the the thing is, you have to think about opportunity cost, right? Like mm-hmm. the the opportunity cost of playing Steve versus playing a Venom, a Medusa, insert you know Black Panther, other four threat mm-hmm. in your Web Warriors or wherever. You know, you just kind of have to think about how you're going to deploy those characters and what you're going to do with them, have a plan for them, that kind of thing. So I, I kind of like him there. Now, my current hotness for me is Convocation. Not going to happen. Mm. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I, I'd, rather, <laughs> I'd rather have Costco cap. Uh, and by that, I mean Red Guardian. <laughs> I agree. I agree with so, that statement. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, other than that, I think he, he slots in exactly where you said. So, so yeah, I mean. Yeah, definitely. I like the character. I think he's different. I think it's going to just take reps to really nail down what he excels at. Right. What he excels at and where, right? Exactly. He's not going to be in every situation. It's not like you're not going to put him in a situation where it's like uh, maybe hammer. You're not going to put him on a hammer. Um, you know, in my opinion, right. I, I mean, you could, you, I don't think you're going to give him, you can, um, but then from there, he just, again, the on your left thing, it just debilitates that. So it's like, damn, Right. Yep. Um That's the issue there. Um, but, you know, I could see him, you know, holding down a secure and or, you know, attacking people on secures or something like that and doing something interesting. Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna take a lot of reps. People, I mean, it, it there's gonna be a game where like, oh, my God, uh-huh. what did Steve do on this secure and this object? What? Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hold on a minute. I think that we're going to see that in the next couple of months, in my opinion. Yep. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here, here for, for it, too. So love it. Next character we're going to talk about today is David Hasselhoff and the Howling Commandos. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. Oh. I've had that one in the chamber for a while. Dude, that's so funny. That is really good. <laughs> so, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, go for it. Yeah, so let's talk about this model first. And honestly, this looks cool. The three of them on the base, like these are the mm-hmm. coolest grunts that I've seen. Oh wait, they're not grunts. Hang on. So <laughs> yeah, that was my that was my thing when I looked at this. I was like, hold on, is, is he a grunt? And then yeah. you're like, no, he's not. And yep. I'm like, oh, okay, why did they choose that? But whatever. But whatever. Right. Right. And and he's definitely on a bigger base. I can't tell if it's a fifty or a sixty-five. I think it's a fifty. I think it's a fifty. You know. So Honestly. so that's cool. And mm-hmm. I like the weapons, how they're like kind of like futuristic, like Hydra weapons, like in the first Avenger movie when they break out of the Hydra base. And, uh, you know, you got Dum Dum Dugan standing there, which is just like the bomb. <laughs> Unintended. He's the coolest looking character on this thing. I just love the hat he's got. Going I know, on he's got the that, bowler you know? cap and everything. It's so good. He so, is so good. good, dude. It's cool. I love it. I'm, I'm definitely going to be, you know, it's one of those, I'm not going to paint it, but if I did, uh, it would be, it'd be pretty fun. I think. Right. Definitely. Yep. 100%. So now let's go ahead and talk about the card. Because I think there's less to say about this model than there was about the other cap. So we have yeah. Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos with an alter ego of strap in Nick Fury Sr., Timothy Dum Dum Dugan, oh and Gabriel Jones. Okay. That's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I don't think we're going to have to worry about getting all three of them on the same thing again. Right. Who exactly. knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So we have a top left stat line of three physical defense, three energy defense, three mystic defense. Stamina value of five, 
threat value of three, size two, and moves medium. And the only thing that's going to change on the injured side for this character is their stamina value goes up to six. Yeah. Other than that, everything's the same. Everything's the same. Yep. So, yeah, solid three threat stat line. I mean, look, if it's a 50 millimeter base, that medium move, I'm about it. You're going to get all over the board. You're going to shoot somebody. That's it. Somebody's going to die. That's for sure. Yep. Or they're just going to get shot at, but that's still worth it. Still worth it. Absolutely. Yes. It is. So, yeah, it's a pretty normal stat line. I like it. It's solid. Mm-hmm. Chewie, take away these attacks. Okay, so he's got a range four gun. I'm all about the range four guns. So this, this is amazing. So it's physical, range four, five dice, no power cost. After attack resolve, this character gains one power. So it's consistent. Uh, it reminds me of Moon Knight's attack, but Moon Knight has rapid fire. This attack doesn't. If it did, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five right? dice with a rapid fire. Ugh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, so on the wild, this pursuit before damage is dealt, this character may advance towards the target small. Um consistent uh, ranged attack um i like it i'm a fan of it I've, I've always been a fan of these kinds of attacks where you just sit back and just pop shots and um you know do your thing I mean, he does have the pursuit so if he ends up dazing or KOing or model he can then move up small and then be able to pick up an objective and then be fine absolutely um so that's really cool i mean uh, what are your thoughts on this one so i like it it's a look five dice better than four dice and it's range four so yeah look I'm not going to spoil the rest of this card, but that is a BFD. Yeah. It is a BFD yeah. for this character, <laughs> right? And, like, yeah. you roll that Pursuit, and we've seen Pursuit before on Angela has it and Shadowlands Daredevil have it on some of their stuff, but theirs, I think, are automatic. I'm not sure about Angela's. I think hers might be a trigger, but Daredevil's is automatic on his baton. Daredevil's there. automatic, yes. So, mm-hmm. so I love this. It's really going to depend on game situation as to whether or not I use it. Yep. So. Correct. Yes. Great attack. Go ahead with the next one, sir. Okay. So, uh, so grade eight, uh, is an energy attack range three, four dice, one power cost. So after the attack is resolved, the target character gains the incinerate special condition. Um, it, this just reminds me of Domino's attack yep. of the grenade bounce. Um, I think the grenade bounce is range four. It is. This is just range three. So that's the difference between those two. Any chance, any time you can put out a free condition with no requirements is always a good day. Um, incinerate speeds up the attrition too. Mm-hmm. You're lowering a defense die, and um, you know some other character can go in and then attack and then have an easier time probably taking out that character. Um, I'm a fan. I love it. I mean, free free incinerate. Sign me up. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm here for it. Exactly. And it's not free. It does cost you one power. But still, just being able to spend one power to put out an incinerate condition can really pay dividends going forward. So I think it's great. And it's one of those things where it's range three, so you're still in relative safety with this. And, you know, as a setup for other characters, that's where I find this to be especially interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, cool. So let's talk about the show is over. This spender, so, okay, so it's range three, six, six dice, three power cost. Again, another cheap spender, which I like. I'm a fan of. Uh, before choosing a target, this character chooses whether the attack type is physical or energy. Love that. Oh, yeah. Um, you can just choose, hey, if they have weaker defense on energy, just choose it. Go to town. 
Um, wild poured on. After this attack is resolved, this character may make a prototype weapons attack. Now, why I like this, it affects it effectively turns this spender into a two cost spender. Yep. Because you you're gonna gain your power back from prototype weapons. And it's just more dice being poured into that character, by the way. <laughs> yep. So uh really good stuff here. I, I love the spender. I'm a huge fan of it. Um yeah, go ahead. So, give me your thoughts on this. So you just said, yeah, it's more dice going into that character. Read pour it on again. So it's a wild pour it on. After this attack is resolved, oh, this character geez. may make a prototype weapons attack, it's, period. You know what? I get it now. You can just attack someone else now. Exactly. It's not same character. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, you, you dazed whoever your target was with the show was over? Don't worry. It's a target-rich environment. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, my God. I had to read that again. That yeah. is so awesome. Okay. Yeah. It's like, to me, it's, it's so much That's Yeah, it makes it so much better. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it does oh my goodness what an attack what yes. a I, i'm loving these three attacks see now this is where remember what i said before okay i don't like a lot of attacks yeah i'd rather see more superpowers this is a perfect balance of three attacks that i like and i'm like okay i can see myself doing all three of these attacks mm -hmm. right not in one turn right but i can see situations where i'm gonna do this one then that one and then go back to the first like this makes sense right mm -hmm. um so not nah, really I, wow wow yep <laughs> that's all i could say so go ahead, take it with the superpowers by the way superpowers <laughs> we have an active superpower siblings in arms it's gonna cost you two power choose another allied character within range two of this character place this character within range one of the chosen character or place the chosen character within range one of this character the character can be placed by the superpower only once per turn I heard this originally talked about as like a once per turn Hydra tactics. No, no, no. This is Royal Decree with a 50 millimeter base, like from mm -hmm. Medusa. I am so about it. I'm about it. I'm about it as well. That's the first thing that came to my mind. It's like, yeah, this is a Royal Decree, but you got a bigger base and a character's going to get a little bit more distance and help them out get into the game really quickly. Yep. Um, and, or help him out, right? I mean, exactly. you, you get in a situation where someone pulls in Nick Fury and we'll get to his other superpower in a second, but like pulls him in closer to do a big, bigger attack. And maybe he survives, right? He survives. Yep. Okay, cool. You get Nick Fury's turn. Okay. I need to get out of here. Move. <laughs> Simply uh -huh. get arms back away. And I'm, I'm safe again. And I can just pop another range for a gun at you if I want to. I love um, it. I love it. I'm a huge fan. I love Royal Decree. I think it's one of those interesting superpowers that, you know, with positioning and all that, it's like uh -huh. you're putting together this puzzle and you're like, okay, let me do this, then this, then this. Oh, I'm here. Right. And that's <laughs> like that yeah. satisfying, like you're dropping that last piece and it just slides right in. Perfect. Yep. You know, yep. that's it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Next up, we have a reactive superpower, Got Your Back. We've seen this before. It's going to cost you two power this time, though. When an allied character is dazed or KO'd by an enemy effect, after the effect is resolved, this character may use this superpower. This character makes a prototype weapons attack against the character that caused the effect. I'm giggling because this is effectively a one-cost superpower. Yes, correct. It is a one-cost superpower because you're getting refunded by prototype weapons because it auto-gains you one power. Yeah. Um, it's a cheaper got your back. Um, 
I mean, oh my god. I mean, it, could you imagine if Bucky had a two power cost? Got your back. No. Uh, no, I can't either. A, but I'm just uh, saying, like, it, that's where Nick Fury's at. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like the difference between the two is that Bucky has a chance to to rapid fire. And yes. so, like, okay, I can see why it might cost one more. Whereas prototype right. weapons, you're getting one attack. Right. Correct. Yeah. I love this. Um, so I can see why this. I love it too. Um, it makes a lot of sense. Um. He can just sit back. Like, his play style, like, what they captured with Nick Fury is he wants to sit back and just pop shots and just, you know, just attack gun lines and just stay at yeah. range and just start, you know, taking down characters little by little with the shots and everything like that. They yeah. captured everything about this character. So let me ask you this. If someone yeah. takes out a grunt character, this can pop, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. And, and I made that mistake a couple of weeks ago. I killed a grunt with juggernaut just by pushing myself into him uh-huh. thinking that if i killed the grunt it doesn't pop i got your back but it does so like it's one of those things like you just gotta be yeah when a grunt gets killed you just do this and then just pop shot so you're thinking about the uh the shield agents right is that what i'm oh i mean mainly guessing? yes but as yeah. someone who's been playing so much convocation like the reason why i emphasized enemy effect is because i like to kill my ninjas to give extracts to my team <laughs> it has to be enemy (laughs) effects but it's still really nice it's still really nice and it and it really creeps up on people sometimes and it creeps up on me and it cost me a game i'm like oh my god i completely forgot about that and i'm just gonna get shot by bucky now and just die like i'm like okay cool (laughs) yep helmet didn't save you on this one no it did not it really didn't (laughs) the last piece of the puzzle here is the innate superpower that for me ties it all together and that's stealth Characters must be within range three of this character to target it with attacks. Oh, hello, prototype weapons. That's range four. Yeah, and this is where I mentioned Moon Knight earlier. Yep. Very similar to Moon Knight. So Moon Knight has stealth as well, but he has rapid fire. Um, the thing about Nick Fury, he doesn't have rapid fire here, but the fact that uh, you have to be within three of him to attack him is huge because you know if you're, if you're constantly popping shots at four and you know, characters don't have, you know, if they have a range four attack, who cares? Because they can't target you. They exactly. have to move, then strike. So he affects your opponents. You know, if you really want to get to him, affects their action economy because they have to move, then do something and hope to kill you, which they can. I mean, he's not the tankiest person oh, ever. Yeah. Um, it's, it's highly possible. But the fact that you're affecting someone's, you know, they have to do something to move in and get you. It's awesome. Yep. Um, stealth is one of those that always drives me up the wall. I'm like, I'm not within three. Dang it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm like, okay, whatever. So <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm excited for this. And this this whole package here in this character, it's like like you said, that gun line kind of playing back, like, and yeah, grenades and shows over her range three, which is inside that stealth range, but you can, you know, massage that a little bit with with different abilities with a little siblings mm-hmm. in arms, stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know? So like I, I think there's a lot of nice little things here and I don't know about you, but this is one of those characters that is going to be splashable as hell. Oh, my God. I mean, let me tell you right now. First thought that came to my mind, Shadowland Daredevil. Oh, yeah, definitely. Shadowland Daredevil is one of them. You could reroll your attack dice. Um, you can, Granted, I mean, okay, so with he's not going to get rapid fire, but getting the pursuit's nice, right? So right. if you end up killing somebody, and you always have to think about, like, when it comes to Shadowland Daredevil's leadership, you always have to think that that reroll is an extra dice. So... Think about your builder being six dice rather than five, right? Think about grenades being four, five rather than four. 
and mm-hmm. sh- the show's over, forget about it. Think about it being seven rather than six. Sweet spot. Because yeah, exactly. So they, exactly the seven dice sweet spot. So like I always think of a reroll as an extra dice. Yeah. You know. So um, immediately that affiliation. Um, of course, Steve's Avengers. I mean, oh, yeah. Jesus, sibling in arms for one. Sign me up, dude. Bucky uh, and <laughs> and this guy sitting there oh. in Steve's Avengers just sounds disgustingly oh. amazing. It sounds disgustingly. Yes, it does. It sounds like a lot of fun and a lot of pain for your opponent. Which pain. I'm a fan of. So. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Oh my yeah. god. I, that's the thing. I don't think that there's anywhere that's like pound for pound bad to put this guy in. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's three no. threat, so he can fit in a lot of places. Guardians are gonna have a field day. Oh my god. Like, yes, with winging it. Oh. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like. Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. I, I said this when we reviewed Heimdall, and like, it hasn't come to fruition with Heimdall just because of of the way Heimdall works a little differently. But like, seriously, Fury's gonna be everywhere. Yeah, I think definitely he is. I think so too. Look, I think play so him too. in Web Warriors. Play him. I'm gonna put him in my convocation if I can. Like, if it makes sense for for what I'm trying to do. But like, okay, you want to? And so this. So I've been I've been feeling out my convocation roster a little bit mm-hmm. right and like okay. like i said i like the shadowlands daredevil thing blah 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 i've been mm-hmm. toying with the idea of nick fury and his grunts so like mm. n- those grunts with this nick fury in my convocation and i have like a 10 threat core i like to go of strange supreme mordo and wong so i'm affiliated okay. and then all of that nonsense i yeah. think that sounds spicy yeah wait a minute hold on he could play he could play with grunts no, no, like the this other Nick, Fury, like the oh, the I'm shield so confused Fury. now. I know, right? Shield Fury. God, okay, I'm here with you. Henceforth, <laughs> we'll call these guys the Commandos. Gotcha, Asselhoff. Gotcha. <laughs> Asselhoff, that's right. I gotta set now. Uh, yeah, I just gotta keep that in mind. There's two Nick Furies. Yep. Yeah, got it. Okay. Yep. So, so all that to say, I, I think that there's some really interesting and fun potential play there. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh no, absolutely. And his care, his tactics card. We don't have to get into it today, but. The whole thing of I can place whenever I want throughout a game like that is bonkers. Uh huh. With with this character, so like there's some there's some madness with that card. By the way, like I'm like I'm a, I'm a fan of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. We aren't gonna have time today just because we we're had not gonna some, have time uh, to talk about it. But some yeah. some doggy situations. We'll just leave it at that. But uh, on my part, Absolutely. on my part, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah, th- this character's awesome and. Um, Real quick before we we sign off here, you know, I'm and I'm sorry, suits out there that I don't think there's much more to say about Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos other than he's awesome. Like we saw, we said a lot about Cap, and that's because I feel like that there was a lot of interesting things to break down in terms right. of the like how that character worked. Whereas Nick Fury, I mean, we've seen a lot of this kind of thing before, just in different packages, so we can kind of break that down in a different way. Exactly, but. I do want to say, though, that uh, I'm very excited about Nick Fury. And also, Chewie, we've got to come up with a code word for the giveaway that I'm currently running through. Uh, if you check out the Facebook page on House Party Protocol, uh, okay. you can leave a comment over there and you'll be entered that way. Also, if you uh, go to the House Party Protocol YouTube channel, it's in the description of this podcast. Click on that. Snap a screenshot of yourself subscribing you know, mm-hmm. and and then you'll get another bonus entry that way. Send it to to us, Facebook Messenger or Discord are the best ways there. And then mm-hmm. also we have bonus keywords. So I don't know about you, I'm feeling sweet spot. Hmm. I like it. 
You know? <laughs> no, I do sweet spot. Yeah, that's a really yeah, good one. I like we've it. talked about the seven dice sweet spot enough times today, so I think sweet spot might be the phrase. That'd be a good one. I like it. I'm a fan. All right, cool. So send us messages with sweet spot as the keyword for, for this week, and you can get a bonus entry into our giveaway. Also, suits, make sure to, if you're interested in this kind of thing, check out the merch. You know, it uh, helps the show grow, helps us keep getting more and more great content and better equipment and everything for everybody out there so we can keep the the stuff flowing. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash housepartyprotocol. Make sure to uh, give that some love if you're interested for as little as a dollar a month or 12 bucks a year. You can uh, come in and be a part of our community over there. It's really great, really fun, active, and super chill. I love it. Strategy talk, painting talk, life talk. You know, talked about HeroScape when that was revealed on the uh, uh, over there at Gen Con. All kinds of stuff. We we love it. It's a great time. And um, make sure, like I said, check out the YouTube channel. We're gonna be doing a new new show as part of all that. Plus, all of my TTS matches will be up there uh, on or around the day I play them. All that kind of fun stuff. Chewy, where can people find you? Oh man, uh, Chewy eighty nine on YouTube. That's where I'm at. On there, I do a whole bunch of MCP stuff. Um, I do TTS um, TTS games. Uh, talk about the character cards when they come out. That's always a lot of fun. Sometimes I bring on guests and, and do interviews and all that stuff whenever I can. Um, you know, I also talk about One Piece. I don't know if you guys. I mean, I know this is a tangent here, but I do talk about One Piece. I love anime. That's my favorite anime manga. So if you guys are interested in that, and I review the manga almost every week whenever it comes out. Um, you can find me on uh, on uh, Twitch. It's uh, Chewy891. I had to add the one there because somebody took Chewy89, which drives me up the wall. What? <laughs> so Chewy891, and then uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chewy891 as well. Um, and I'm on the Danger Room podcast as well. So you guys, I mean, I pop on there every couple of weeks or so whenever I have time. I am a part of that crew with their Mike DeLuca, uh, Sploosh, and then Jacob. You know, love that podcast. Uh, definitely go out there and listen to it. We talk about a lot of interesting stuff. Um, and I have a good time with that as well. Um, I think that's it. That's where I'm at it at this yeah. point. Yeah. Nice. Thanks for reminding <laughs> me about Twitch because, yeah, definitely check out Chewy's Twitch. Also, Darth Balls 05, and that's Balls with a Z uh, because, you know, 13-year-old me thought that was clever. Uh, Absolutely, I, I had yeah. just watched Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and when he comes out, he's like, I'm Darth Balls. Bong. <laughs> you know, here we are. So, That's yeah, awesome. make sure to check that out and give Chewy some love. Subscribe to all the places where you can find Chewy. And I think I've covered everything. Party on, Chewy. Absolutely, YouTube, man. And power down suits. Suits.